Hello and welcome back to the Brand Manners Podcast. I'm Josh on your host. Today's episode is titled The Content Spectrum. And this is a presentation I gave to the Association of National Advertisers this week that I wanted to share on the show. So we're talking about content marketing today and the importance of not just treating content marketing as a silo within a marketing organization, but contextualizing it along with other departments like social media, influencer marketing, and PR to really maximize the value that you're getting out of your content efforts. Some quick background from my story. I worked in media for several years as a journalist covering technology, writing about companies and uh, covering their new products and announcements, investments, acquisitions. And then a few years ago, I switched over to the marketing side of things and I joined Cheetah Mobile and I've been helping them with a number of different marketing functions, anything from PR to content to uh, working with influencers and social media. And so that's been my journey is starting on the content creation side and then switching over to still creating content, but really doing that for one company, for one brand story, and really having different economics about it because of how the industry has changed. I want to pose one of the main problems when it comes to content marketing. And for me, this is expressed through Filled of Dreams. I'm not sure if you've seen this movie, but it's this old movie where um, Kevin Costner plays this dad who's building this baseball field in his on his farm. And the the main quote from Field of Dreams is, if you build it, he will come. And I think the problem with content marketing is it's not enough to just build your content. In many cases, even if you build something great, your audiences won't know how to find it and they won't come to you. And that's really a discovery problem. There's a lot of great content out in the world and having the right delivery vehicle to get that content to the right audience is a major problem and it's something that traditional content marketing hasn't always been able to address internally because a lot of content marketing is just focused on let's just put this through our own channels and one thing i'd like to assert is that today's brands are media companies whether they like it or not and the reason i say that is because a brand of pretty much any decent size is involved in the creation and distribution of content that's really where the content spectrum comes in. For me, being a media company involves participating in either um, creating content, distributing it, or amplifying and promoting that content. And so if you look at large-scale brands these days, they're involved in all sorts of media-related functions. So for instance, your team is writing internal communications that are created and then distributed to your employees. Um, there's SEO content that's being um, put up on your website. Your PR team's creating press releases. A lot of folks are doing blogs on the content marketing side. You might be producing white papers. And then, of course, social media. Just about every brand is needing to have a social presence. And so that is a media production and amplification process. And then most companies buy ads. And so that's, uh, that's a form of content that needs to be arranged, even if you're working with an agency. And then now there's a question of like video. Are you, are you managing a YouTube channel or Vimeo? Are you creating Instagram videos or Facebook Live? So the traditional way of thinking, okay, there are media companies and then there are your you know consumer or, or business to business facing brands. That breaks down now because you have your traditional media companies and you have your digital ones. And then you also have brands that are engaging very heavily and actively in creating media. And not all of this is new. I mean, PR has been around for ages, 
But one thing I'd say is the need for content has only increased. And so uh, brands these days are looking to create more and more content and they're trying to figure out how do they hire editorial teams or how do they um, you know, work with content agencies in order to satisfy the, the beast that is hungry for this content, whether that's your social media or your blogs or your other outlets. Alongside the content spectrum, I also think of content marketing in terms of something that I call the promotion spectrum. And for me, that's expressed in the idea that you have marketing on one side and PR on the other. Marketing is really your your paid and your promotional efforts. And then PR is really expressed in your earned and your organic efforts. And so to reconfigure the um, PESO marketing acronym, on the marketing side, you'd have paid. And then um, a little bit more organic, but still quite promotional, would be your owned channels. And then you have shared, which is really a combination between marketing and PR. Often social media teams are taking input from the PR team because they need to represent to the public that brand voice. But on the marketing side, there's plenty of marketing being done through social media and there's promotions, there's you know customer acquisition, there's social media advertising that's being done. And then finally, the, the last one, earned, is really fully on the PR side and not so much your you know, promotional marketing. It's really about offering the kind of content and access that convinces other media outlets to be able to cover you as a third party. So I changed peso to pose, and that's really from the marketing side of paid owned to moving over to more PR-centric shared and earned functions. So when I look at where content marketing sits within this promotion spectrum, traditionally, it's been very focused on the owned properties. And that's saying, okay, I want to do my content marketing. I'm going to do it on my blog. I'm going to create my own microsite in order to drive traffic inbound to convert, whether it's a sale or brand recognition. But I think the importance of this spectrum is to remember that content marketing doesn't just sit in the owned silo. Because what good is content if it's not consumed? And how do we drive audiences to that content if we're not also partnering with paid campaigns to help promote that content We're working with the social team to get that shared organically. And then we're working with the PR team to take the great content that we're creating and earn coverage through it. So I want us to think about content marketing and content in particular being really important across the whole promotion spectrum instead of just working in one vertical stack. At Cheetah Mobile, one of the ways that we found content marketing to really hit its stride when working with partners as well as promoting our own brand is the importance of really combining our content marketing efforts with influencer marketing. So I want to talk about something I call the influencer tripod. But first, I have to ask a question for you. Has influencer become a dirty word? I know right now we've got all sorts of folks with these huge followings on social media, and they're making this content that is just so controversial. And many brands are getting hesitant to to work with these influencers because of the high prices, because of, of a lack of expectations or consistency in and what it's like to work with an influencer. And then, of course, because of the potential damage from working with influencers who have image scandals because of the things that they say and do. And while there's a lot of immaturity out there in the influencer space, I think working with influencers is still extremely important. And I think it's really valuable along the way to sit down and come up with a really robust definition for what an influencer is because that helps us decide who we work with and and what's important and what metrics we're 
tracking. So for me, an influencer is a content creator with an amplification platform that has earned credibility within a target community. And so I think to really be an influencer, that's someone that brands want to work with. I think you need all four. You need to be a great creator and you need to have a, a platform with reach. And, you know, that could be YouTube or Twitter or Snapchat. But it's not just about your followers because, as the New York Times showed a couple of weeks ago, your followers could be fake or bot robots. And so when I think about amplification platform, it's really about engagement and real audience, not just some vanity metrics. And then the last two pieces, influencers need to have influence. And so they need credibility. And that means that they need to have a voice that can speak with authority on a certain subject. And most importantly, they need credibility with a community. And so that's your audience that you want to reach as a brand as you find the right influencers. So I think when we do the work to find influencers that match these four characteristics, that they're creators with a platform that has tremendous reach, and they have credibility for a community you want to reach, influencer marketing starts to make a lot of sense. And then from there, it's really just deciding, okay, who's the right person who has that influence that you want to work with? what kind of content you want to create with them, and how are you going to price it? How are you going to measure success? So I know there have been a lot of failed influencer marketing campaigns, and sometimes the audience doesn't match up with the the one the brand wants to reach, or sometimes the content doesn't turn out the way we want, or their platform is not quite as big as we think. And I'm in favor of movements to mature this. And the truth is that it's been around for generations because people of influence have been recommending products and services forever. But it's different now that we have social media, now that we have digital, and now that we have the kind of data sources to be able to really measure these things. So when we, when we think about the combination of content marketing and influencer marketing, we see a really powerful tripod develop. And that's three sources of content, starting with brand-generated content, driven into influencer-generated content, and then user-generated content. And I think when you can get those three really cycling, that's when you get these incredible campaigns that really drive virality and organically reach millions of people. And so I think what's most interesting is how these three legs of the tripod interact together. And so when a brand is coming up with their own content for a campaign, they should be bringing the influencer in, using some of their ideas, like learning from them on how to reach that community, and then partnering with the influencer for the influencer to create their own content and share that on their own platforms. And in doing so, really inspire users to also engage and create their own content. So that's something we've seen with you know our investment in Musical.ly is some really great hashtag campaigns where brands like Coke or movie studios are able to create engaging campaigns that start with branded content and then have paid media behind them, but also really use influencers to kick off the conversation and the challenge, and from there really inspire users to run with it. So this is the theory that we're working with at Cheetah Mobile, and, and really what for us is the next level of content marketing is pulling it outside of just owning content marketing on our uh, branded properties and thinking about how to create content for a whole spectrum, anything from getting influencers involved in the creation process to using social media to widely distribute this content and then encouraging user-generated content and other organic forms of reach like earned coverage combined with a paid media budget in order to really amplify content and make sure that it doesn't just fall in a forest without being heard, but it goes out to the world and has a positive impact in the brand telling their story and achieving their specific business goals. 
So that's the content spectrum for you. Thanks for listening. I know this was a longer show, but I wanted to share this whole presentation with you. Have a great week.